love you too, lady. So excited. It's our first episode on the Late Night Podcast. Yay! I'm super, super happy to have my girl, Rhea and Sam. Um, Both you ladies are, I feel like, really inspiring individuals when it comes to being women. You both come from super different backgrounds, but really dominate your own fields. So, um, Sam, since you're just now meeting Rhea, she has, she played in the WNBA. She's a badass DJ as well. Like, how many women do you hear of that can DJ regularly like she does in arenas for, like, the NBA, stuff like that? Rhea, I don't know if you're familiar with Sam. Um, she was on the show, but she's a kick-ass singer, songwriter, artist. She's got, like, over 100 million streams um, on some of the music she's yeah. created. So, super badass women. Today is all about girl power and um, uplifting women. And I feel like that's a, a conversation that a lot of people don't take the time to have because it's mostly about men. Like you always hear about people uplifting men and how amazing they are. So like, what are you guys' thoughts on like what makes a, a kick-ass woman? Mm. Good question. <sighs> well, Abby, you are one of the definitions of that. Just so you know, Me? I'm glad. Thank you for our intros. But if y'all don't know, Miss <laughs> Abby Knights, okay, not only is she running her own show, she's running this show, she's running all the other shows, holding it down. She's also a model, fitness guru, all that good stuff, you know, and she has a lot going for her radio personality. Come on, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's just women, our drive, our hustle, our tenacity, like we don't give up. We don't accept no's, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So I really, I, I believe it's the drive that we have that's within us. I don't feel men have that drive. Like they think more with all their other parts than they do with their brains. <laughs> so women, I know, we, we know besides our emotions when they get in the way, we always yeah. gotta go to this at the end of the day when it comes. That's why we're on top in a lot of our things. So come on now. You know what? I I agree with you that we do have that drive, but men have that drive as well but they have they have it in a masculine way our power yeah. and our drive lies within the way we show up and the way we go about our drive because it isn't all mental for us like a lot mm -hmm. of it for us mm -hmm. is our heart our gut our intuition our our instinct as women and um you know, so yeah, like she said, those strong, resilient, I mean, the fact that our bodies alone, like, this is the only vessel that human life comes into this realm through, like the fact, okay. like, we do that physically yeah. shows an, another, another type of strength. So I would just say that it's like, it's different from men's and it's just as yeah. important, if not more, because we're the ones who birth the 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 men and and all of the humans who come into this world you know what i mean so i just think that it's it's different our drive is definitely different for sure i'd agree with that it's on another level i feel like can you imagine a man having to be pregnant for nine months and deliver a whole Boy, baby please. <laughs> they cry about the littlest things so they're definitely going to be crying about that <laughs> Yeah, we do have I, we do have a high tolerance for pain. I've noticed that we are very like we're resilient. You know, our strength is is deep. It runs deep. I look to my grandmother when I think of when I think of a strong woman. I grew up watching this woman take care of her entire family on her own, like her children, her grandchildren, supporting like financially emotionally like I see that woman she worked really hard for what she had and I look to her for that that strength and the cool thing is she was a musician too she toured in like a barbershop really? yeah she toured in a oh, barbershop quartet back in like the 50s or, or something like that it was crazy so she was doing it long before me so I look to her when I when I look for an example of of a strong woman you know so that that's who you would say is like the most meaningful woman in your life? One of, for sure. One of, yeah. And she passed away. Rest in peace, Grandma Kathy. But Aww, yeah, one. Rest in peace. Too bad. I would have yes, loved to have met her. I was like, <laughs> right? She was so cool. 
Right? What about you? What about you, Rhea? Like, who is a woman in your life you look to, like, even family or not, like, outside that you look to as, like, an example of the type of woman you aspire to be or maybe already have become? Oh, 100% my mother. Um, she's everything, everything to me. One of my best friends, but just in general, one of the biggest examples, you know, even with my sister and my father and my dad, we, you know, we had our family growing up, et cetera. She also, they, they separated at one point. So she was taking care of my sister and I going to work, doing everything she had to do. Um, but on top of that, just her unconditional love. Uh, it's, I, I can't think of a better person and anybody else that I want to be like and grow up in her values, her morals, the lessons, the things that she teaches me each and every day. So she always says we're in school every day. Right. So I love to learn like in the sense I hated school, but I love to learn something new every day. So I challenge everyone out there. Think of something new, whether it's, you know, how to say this or how to pick up this or how to, you know, tie, I don't know, tie your shoe, something new, like, just <laughs> think of shoe, something whatever, you know? new. <laughs> Whatever it is, start a little. It, it goes a long way. Learn a new word. Um, I love to have a word of the day or something. Uh, so challenge yourself. But she's always challenging me, always pushing me, and always, always has my back, no matter what. Like if I ever got into anything, whatever happened, like she would show up. She'd be there. So be the one, definitely right? my mother. Definitely That's my beautiful. Mother. You're a that student of life, like me. I'm a student yes. of life, and just always like. I've never, I've, I've never arrived. I never will arrive, you know? No. Always no. learning, always growing. Always learning. Where are we? She goes, school, now. What time is it? Now. Where are we? I'm now, like, always. Her thing is now. Now, now. Like, exactly. Because you can't control the future. You can't even worry about the past. What can you control besides yourself is what's in the now. So in focus the present. on the now. That's right. That's right. That's yes. dope. That's I love that. I love your mother. Jeez. Yeah. Right? <laughs> she, so cool. she loves y'all too. Oh, she would love y'all. She would yeah, love y'all. Yeah, your mom sounds like she'd be cutting up with people too. <laughs> like no yeah. problem. She's, She's also a psychotherapist. Please, she'll tell you about your life, help you with your life. That's why I tell my parents, I was like, I, I never needed therapy after one point. Like I went when I was younger, but I was like, I never need to go anymore. Yeah, because because my parents, they're not biased, but both my parents are like they're psychologists and psychotherapists. So I'd be like, listen, if I need to learn anything in life, I'm gonna just call y'all. <laughs> right. You know, it's it's funny hearing about um, everybody's different perspective on what makes. Um, a woman powerful, like you looking up to your mom, Sam's story with her grandma, because um, that's a, a generational love too, you know? And a lot of times yeah. you don't hear about that anymore. When you hear about who people look up to a lot of times, at least for me, like the younger generation, I'll be talking to different people and they'll be talking about celebrities. There's really yes, no, not like, a lot of mirror back to their family. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, that's not- You don't even know that. My world is different, <laughs> yeah. So, um, why do you guys think that there is such a stigma in today's world with women supporting women? Cause like about like with both of you guys, obviously, cause you're just kind of connecting, but when Sam and I talk and Rhea, when you and I talk, we're always so excited to see women winning and supporting each other. Like anytime someone's got something going on, I'm like, gotta go buy the gear, gotta support, gotta post about it. And I don't know why in society, women always are so catty and competitive with each other because it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. It's for you, it's right. for you. Right, I read, I read a book years ago, probably about 10 years ago that really, really impacted me um, about my mental state. It really helped push me and grow um, spiritually, mentally. It's called The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And he, it's written like way back, like, like either- book either the late 1800s or early 1900s. And he broke down on the spiritual level, there's two different paths to success. There's either the competitive path, which when you accept that as the way that you can win, the only way you can win, that means for me to have more, you have to have less. For me to win, you have to lose. There's not enough for all of us. It's a scarcity mindset and point of view and that's one path and the other path he describes as the creative path which is there's enough for all of us it's collaborative you know there there's space for all of us because all of us have a uniqueness and when we tap into that band in that that is what makes room for us so 
when I read that, it hit me deeply on a deep level. It already resonated with my already, I already just naturally have a, an accepting and loving and supportive spirit. I don't have that competitive bone For in sure. my body where when I meet a woman, it's instantly like, oh shit, guards up. Like, you know, mm -hmm. we got to compete against I'm looking for what I like about her and I let her know right away yo I love your whatever and we connect like that because that's just how I am naturally but when I when I read that it really resonated with me and I was like that is the way I'm going to choose to take is know that creatively you know even though I'm in a competitive business the entertainment business and the music business is competitive you you can approach it and approach your career like yeah I know we're all like competing for you know real estate in the music world but I don't have you don't have to lose for me to have more like I'm gonna make my own way no matter what just from my own strength resilience not quitting showing up being my best choosing to be a student like Rhea like choosing to grow all the time you know so I, I found that really interesting I think that we live in a society that has definitely programmed and support like planted the idea that we have to compete with each other and i mean through reality tv shows to everything mm -hmm. everything everything constant drama and just constant like that's what's cool and this is what's what's up and it's like no that's actually a lower vibration that you know that doesn't breed success that breeds you know toxic uh experiences in life so that's my take on why why maybe we tend to be more competitive than supportive right off the top but i choose to be the change that i wish to see so you know how i am with women is is how i hope we all can be you know with each other exactly yeah, absolutely yeah. that 100 percent. like day in and day it doesn't matter who it is you're always cheering people on which is which is a beautiful thing what do you think ria I know you got opinions I, about this girl because we have talked about this. I know of we've time. definitely talked about this. Um, I mean, I definitely feel the same way Sam does as well. I 100% agree with that. And you know, I mean, you around me, Abby, all like I, the love that I have for other people, especially women. I don't understand what that competitiveness is like. And the funny thing yeah, is, really. I've been an athlete my whole life, so don't talk about competitiveness to me because there's only winning for me. <laughs> That's all I see. So yeah. it's funny, like brain wise, like how you can how that translates because I can still win and I can still be competitive and still have my own. But what makes me different and better is my uniqueness. So I just don't understand why people don't understand that and embrace that. Like I always put that subject, I always put the example out. I wanna say like, how many doctors are there? How many chefs are there? How many DJs, right? Think about all of the professions but you can have your own lane. Not everybody's yeah. a cardiologist. Not everybody's a pediatrician. <laughs> not everybody's a heart, you get what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. you can be the best in your field, but for us to grow in any in any <laughs> society, we need to spread knowledge like to, in order to gain, right? Knowledge is power. But we, mm -hmm. the people, I don't understand, don't wanna spread that knowledge and power. And I'm like, we just make each other better. But going back to the competitiveness, it's like, well, if I say my idea, you steal it. Think about society now, how sensitive people are. Oh, that was my idea. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You're the only person that thought of this. And then it's like, well, I gotta get, I'll trademark my idea. I, I'm gonna trademark, go ahead, trademark it. Cause that costs money. If you have the money to do that, then you came up with that, then you could trademark it. But everybody, you have an idea. Think of it, it's an inspiration idea, inspiration. I'm inspired by other people. Not everybody is gonna do what I gotta do. Not everyone's gonna do what you gotta do. But if the goal is to win, is the goal is to be successful, the goal is to whatever, there, that's different. I don't care how, what your path is, whatever you do, as long as you can get there, get there. So I just don't understand why people like cannot spread the knowledge, spread the love and realize we can gain so much off of that. But people are so worried and caught up in the internal with themselves. They don't understand that. They're so concerned yeah. and worried about what's going on inside with themselves that they don't realize what they're projecting. Because I'm like, dude, if you really understood, this is you projecting how you really feel when you hate on somebody else and you don't want to share this with somebody else. So you want to do this. Mm. Oh, I don't want you to get ahead. Why? Where are they, where are they going? Because I, I don't understand. <laughs> if you're so good yeah. at this and if you are, have control of this, you'll be fine. So what's the point? So a lot of people really need to work on the internal. It has to do with a lot of insecurities. 
um, not loving yourself. I don't, I don't, I, there's so many things I could throw out there that could be the reason. But I think personally, there's no need for that because everybody, the uniqueness of this world is everybody's individuality. That's what makes this world amazing. If everybody looked like the Stepford Wise and was all cookie cutter, this place would be so boring. Um, why I love New York, for example, I could walk down the street and get inspiration from other people. And I'm like, oh, I love this outfit. Oh, I love that. Where'd you get that? Like some people look at me like, what? Like I'm talking to them and I'm just like, people stop being so sheltered have a conversation all the social media everything that we're doing has sheltered us and and everybody's in their own little bubble that's why going back to what you were saying about celebrities and stuff like people don't look up to the people in their lives that are close to them family members this they're oh, i want to i want to be like that person they have the perfect relationship they have millions of dollars they wear gucci prada every day perfect. i want to be just like that that's my inspiration and i'm like huh what there's no morals. There's no values. This is all external people. So I, yeah, I, I can't. I can't even go any further. But you know, like if we're gonna fight against anybody, let's go against the men, ladies. Let's all team up. Come right. on. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if, like, not each other. We need to spread love and share love with everybody because everybody's beautifully and unique in their own way. And like I said, that's what makes us who we are as women. And I love that. So I love that too. That's crazy to me when you think about women being so catty because I, I don't know. I don't understand what that's like. At least for me, I've never been that way. I mean, like the first day I talked to Sam, I was like, oh, my God, I love you. We're like besties for life. <laughs> and I feel and then like literally every day since we hit each other, we're like, bestie, what's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's an energy thing, I feel like, right? Like when you give love, yes. love comes back to you. Or at least I feel like what you put in the universe comes back. It's an energy dynamic. But I've never understood, even with women, when they start that whole rumor mill to try to beat somebody else down, make them look bad. I'm like, what is right. the point of this? You you got to keep track of lies. You're bringing all this negativity, even people that idolize celebrities. You don't know what their life is like. Like I've known right. so many people that are like, oh my God, I wish I could just date a celebrity. I'm like, do you know what that life is like? Do you do you know what the lifestyle is? Like, do you, do you know what they encounter? Oh, well, they're just rich and they live like a perfect life. I'm like... Wrong. <laughs> that Wrong. doesn't exist. Like everybody, because people are people, right? Yeah. So like Sam has bad days. Sam has days when she's irritated. You have days when you're pissed off. You might curse somebody out, Rhea. But for the most part, you're a very loving person, right? But you go through the ups and downs of life like everyone else does. I know for me, I'm like, I'm far from perfect. So I wake up every day and I try to find things that I can better of myself just because that's just what I strive for, right? So I, I just think never what understood that. Oh, sorry. No, no, sorry. Ahead, didn't, mean to, didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, I just want to bounce off of that. <laughs> because what Rhea said earlier about the internal work, that really is what it is, man. It it all starts with self. It all starts with getting your inner right, you know? And so I make it a point, I have a routine now that I don't stray from. It's every single morning. The first thing I do, the first thing that I say out of my mouth, it's gratitude. Then I move my body and stretch. I am thankful for the day that I woke up, even if I'm mentally, I don't feel good when I woke up or physically I don't feel good. Maybe I ate something too late last night or stayed up way too late recording or whatever it is, you know, or it's that time of the month. Like no matter what the circumstances is, I still get into, it's a practice for a reason. Rhea knows all about yeah. practice. You show up no matter how you feel. And, and so I meditate then I meditate to purposely get my internal right and and so that i can show up in my day show up in the world with other people with my relationships my dynamics and work like i show up way more present way more clear you know way more who i want to be than if i would yeah. just to wake up and run on autopilot and that's what the majority well i don't know about the majority it's hard for us to say when we say most people or the majority i mean yeah. it's hard for us to put a number on it but a lot of people do run on autopilot, you know, and that when Rhea pointed to it's all about their internal world, they're so focused on the internal, she's pointing to the egoic side. It's that mm -hmm. selfish side. But man, when you grow in self-awareness, 
that's the yes. the balanced internal world because you watch yourself you don't let yourself get away with any toxic bullshit anymore when you're uh, self-aware you see yourself you self-check you self-correct maybe if you do something you look back on it and you go ah, i wasn't right for that you know so self-awareness is so is so key you know and and doing the work and showing up to get yourself right will show up better with other women with with men too i think that's important i i do want to say that too i don't feel like girl power and women power and female power has to be going against the masculine or going against men. I don't believe that from personal experience. That's not what I've experienced. The most influential, impactful human in my life, my mentor is a man and he helped me become a woman, a balanced feminine woman who carries herself with respect and grace. And that's our superpower as women is, 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 how we show up as women you know we're not supposed to show up as men and mm -hmm. and that kind of mentality of like going against each other and the friction and the fighting and stuff that isn't our nature but we've been programmed and shifted into that and so you know i i think that the the key is I feel like the root is, and by, by the way, I do not have it all figured out. Oh my God. I don't want to come <laughs> off like that at all. Cause I don't trust me, but I just, where I am at in life right now, I think that the key is the root is being balanced yourself, being balanced with other humans, other women and with men. And that's when we're all gonna thrive is when we're side by side, supporting each other in balance. It's not one above the other. We've been there before with men on top and women <laughs> underneath and it didn't yeah. work. It didn't work. Yeah. Why do we think us on top and them underneath will work? It's gonna be in balance. It's, it's yeah. all about balance, you know? That's what I have to say about that, so. <laughs> that's a really dope way of looking at it. I don't think I've ever thought about it in that sense, you know, cause we always think of the you know, it's this or it's that, you know, it's a, it's a guy thing. It's a girl thing. And, uh, I feel like we're almost kind of conditioned that way growing up. Right. Cause as a kid, it's oh, always yeah. like boys against girls and, you know, Venus and Mars and all this different stuff. And it's just kind of, um, trying to understand that balance. I know I've struggled like my whole life to have friends that were girls. Rhea and I were talking about this, like without Same. getting into yeah. like specific situations or people, it's like, I've never been on an all girls trip. I always wanted to have that. You know, I wanted to have like girls days and all that stuff that, you know, you see in the movies and when you grow up, you always see like people clicked up in school and it's like, oh, that would be so cool. But I never found that because there was always like that cattiness aspect or that negativity or that, you know, let me try to get one up or let me use so-and-so. And so, um, I don't, have you experienced a, like a... <laughs> A, a perfect girls trip, Sam? Because like, I know I've never Rhea had. About I've never before. had a girls trip. I've never had a girls trip. You either. either. I, I don't feel I like the only person. <laughs> You're not the only one. And what's funny is how you just described it. I wanted that so bad too because I saw it in movies and not necessarily like a girls trip, but just like a all girls anything, all girls like weekend, like a really tight group of girls, like a group of us. I've never been a part of that or anything. And so it's so funny you say that and bring that up because years ago on my birthday, months before I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna plan that thing I've always wanted. I'm gonna invite like all the different girlfriends I know. And we they all weren't friends. It's not like we were a group. I invited a bunch of different girls I knew, tried to make, make it into together. a weekend. It was not it, okay? It was because I was trying to force something that wasn't like organic and real and it was because it was off of a programmed idea. Like, but it's okay that you've never had that because maybe that's not for you or maybe or maybe you haven't met them yet. Maybe that's coming later. And and it's going to be right when it does because you're not trying to create, you know, force it. So yeah, what about you, Ria? Like I, I heard, I saw you nodding earlier. Like you haven't always had a lot of girlfriends. I feel like all three of us have that in common. That it, the emoji? It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> easy for emoji. us because of the competitive thing, and so we all have that in common for sure. But what about you, Ria? Like, what's been your experience? 
Uh, so back to the, I was joking with Abby because we just had to talk about this. It was so funny. But I love women. And the funny thing is, I never really had close girlfriends just like that as well growing up. I had maybe one, but I was always like down with the boys. I always grew up playing basketball with the boys. I always grew up just hanging out with the boys. The boys, I was like one of them, right? One of the One of the guys. So it was always cool. But I was always like a girly one. So like I never saw my looks and all this for that. So, you know, to try to fit into that world. So then when I started to have like girlfriends and it was cool, I'm like, oh, okay, I have like a little click. It's not just the girls that are on my team. That's where it kind of started, of course, because I was always with them. We always became close. So I used to go on girls trips back in like college, all that other stuff with my girls. That was always fun but it was different. Like, it wasn't like a grown woman's trip. Like you have responsibilities of this. It's like, oh, we have a hundred dollars. Let's go. Let's just like make it work. <laughs> you know, we don't care where we stay. Like that mentality is different for my younger crowd. For the more mature crowd, back to discussing how a lot of women might not be able to get along, the hating, like, hey girl, take a photo of me on the trip. She always wants us to take photos of her. Da -da -da. Bitch, why can't you just take a photo? I don't understand. I'll take a photo of you. What is the problem? So it starts there, okay? The it's just like, these are little things, okay? Then, okay, everybody, let's go to dinner. Dinner costs $90. There's four people, there's three people. Everybody split, right? $20, $30 each. Oh, no, I want my own. I want this. I... Oh, and then it becomes, they want their own thing. But when you work on a team, you have to work together. You cohesively like, maybe I don't like how this is being done, but if it can just work, I'll put my ego aside, whatever you want to call it. I'll put myself aside and do it for the team. When you don't have team players, it's hard to be on a team. Cause that's like me passing you the ball and you're over there just shooting by yourself, doing what you want to do. And I'm like, no, the game is going on here. So pass the ball here. And, yeah. and let's make it work, you know? I'm just giving yeah. you examples via sports to break it <laughs> yeah. down, but it's just like, <laughs> ladies, like I, I really don't understand. So I just had gone on a trip for my birthday. It had to be one of the worst experiences in the sense that everyone promised that they were gonna make it the best and this, and it was so last minute, just like you said, it was forced in the sense, cause I said, everybody, mm. let's do this later on. Oh, I don't know, I wanna make it work. We'll be there for you all. We'll just do whatever we can <laughs> to make it happen. Uh, okay. Then we get there. Oh, I don't really feel like this place. Mm, I'm not really want to go out. Oh, I'm not. I'm not doing this. I. I know this place is too much for me. But it's my birthday. What you mean it's too much for you? <laughs> I said, okay, <laughs> that's fine. You can go back to the hotel, but you won't take everybody. You gonna do? It was. It was just too much. So. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the women's trip. I'm gonna stick to just watching the fun ones in the movies. <laughs> I will go on trips with my friends individually, maybe with one or two girls, but more than four girls collectively is going to be a shit show and you're going to have a problem. I mean, yeah. yeah. And every, every single time I've done it, it's been a shit show from the high school level to the college level, all the way up. It's just been a shit show because everybody is back to self. It's like, but I thought we were a team. I thought if you wanted to do this, um, and if not, let's all collectively come to an agreement. Like you might not want to go to the beach and tan. I want to go. Does anybody else want to go? If nobody else really wants to go, I'm going to be like, mm, okay, well, what do you guys want to do? do? Do you guys want to go eat? What do you guys want to do? Maybe we can go eat and then go to the beach. Like, let's work this out. You know, no, oh, I'll go shopping. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'm like, okay, then you should have just went on your own trip because this is not a girl's trip. This is not together. This is your trip. It's about you. Yeah. That exactly. sounds pretty that sounds pretty much like the outcome of trying to force something because it's something we think we're supposed to do or supposed to experience. Women, we live in a lot of supposed tos and from when we're young and wow. it's really True. a result of us learning a lot of shit about life through movies magazines yeah. media celebrities which what we see is not real everything on social no. media is absolutely okay. not real photoshop not at all it's not real and so when we get stuck in these supposed tos you know i mean we even got tricked in relationships with significant others, whether it be another man or another woman, whatever you're into. 
whatever your sexual preference is, we've also been tricked about supposed to's in relationships. I grew up watching movies. That's how I learned about love because my parents were split when I was really little, like two months old. So that's where I learned about it. Okay. And when I got into relationships and it wasn't playing out that romantic way of like knight in shining armor, I, by the way, the movies teach women, we're allowed to be as crazy as obnoxious as spoiled as whatever is possible in a relationship and the man or or woman is supposed to just like cater to us baby us we're still the queen of the world and treated this way that's not real life okay that's not how that's not how it will go you will not be rescued and saved and, and whisked off into a romantic ever after like we've been taught a lot of things through through media and and movies about how things are supposed to be and that isn't it you know and so having real conversations like this with each other about life about what worked what didn't work like we can fill in each other on hey no 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 that didn't work for me so just accept that that's okay and our it looks different for us and that's okay you know mm -hmm. that that's important to have these real conversations to like break up the the shit you know what i mean break yeah. up the, and the, the stigma behind it. it right it's so Damn, crazy the fake okay there's a lot of that too and it's funny you know sam um ria came to atlanta and i went to support her she was djing at a, a new restaurant that opened here it's like it's like a restaurant slash kind of like lounge bar vegan atl check it out yes. <laughs> so nice. i went to support her there and she was like oh like my friends are coming and I don't know, my face showed and I was like, ah, oh, great. Because you never really know how you're gonna, you know, fit into a group because I'm like, I already know these are the girls that are always traveling everywhere. Like Rhea's got like a support group for her job. Like she goes somewhere, she always has like her couple closest friends that tend to kind of like rock with her. And I was really like uneasy about it because my experiences have not been good. Like when you come into like an all like girls like clicked up situation and you're the new person, nine times out of 10, it's not gonna go very nice. But you know what's crazy right. is she has some great friends, Sam. Like I think that was the first time that I experienced the dynamic that you and I were just talking about. How it would be so nice to have like that kind of like girl camaraderie because I sat down, I didn't know, you know, her friend Trees, and, you know, she's beautiful girls, too, like, don't, like, everybody that was, like, rolling with her, like, they're all beautiful women, too, so it's not like, you know, somebody's gonna sit, like, they all equally support each other, which, you know, a lot of women tend to get catty when someone is nice-looking, right, even if everyone in the group is a certain way, it's always like, mm, but she's this and she's that, and they were so nice, she sat down, she's like, girl, I know I just met you, but, like, if you like Rhea's girl, like, you are a homegirl now, too, and it was like that yeah. the whole night. And it was about what everybody wanted to do. You know, everybody was super respectful of the other person. The only thing I feel like everybody got a little touchy about was the food situation. <laughs> After having a few drinks, it was like, not we need to. Well, because like, some people were today. vegan. Other people were like, oh, I want this. I want pizza. I'm not eating that. Oh yeah, that was the only thing at the end. Of yeah. That was about it. You find food, everybody's happy. Like it was a good situation, which was really nice. But then I feel like on the flip side of that is like the dating aspect of it. How often have oh, you yeah. like been dating someone or your friends dating someone or you're out <clears throat> and maybe both of you notice somebody and then all of a sudden it turns into like a caddy situation, right? Like, oh, I got to watch her. Don't be looking or if he's talking to you or if it's this or if it's that. Like, I've experienced that quite a bit. And I'm like, oh, wow. like I'm minding my business. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know where this weird because dating is rough as it is anyway now. Like, Sam, like you and I haven't really talked about what that's like for you in your life or what your experiences have been. But like Rhea and I, like we've had some stories because we're like, man, it's so <laughs> nice to like meet Prince Charming, right? They're supposed to you know, be like swept away on like this magic rug and just everything is perfect in life. You fall in love and it's like happily ever after. I'm like, that. what is that? Like, you don't even know what that is anymore. But when you have that cattiness kind of dynamic, right? Like, I feel like if someone is your friend, that shouldn't be there, right? Like, 
if I'm hanging out with you, Sam, and I had a boyfriend and I had to leave for a couple hours or like with you, Rhea, I wouldn't be like, oh, I wonder what they doing. I wonder if she's right. she going to get in there. I'd be like, I'll be back. Y'all want some? And like leave. Exactly. Like, it wouldn't even be a thought in my mind. And so I don't know if you guys have experienced that odd dynamic, even with friends, where it, it seemed because like I don't try to be doing the most. I'm not out here wearing all this. I had an event I had to go to, and one of the guys that I didn't even know uh, told somebody, he th- listen, I showed up in jeans, my hair in a bun, okay, I was there with my friend's wife, she's like, I call her big sis, right, we basically dressed like twins, didn't even know, everybody else was in heels, thigh highs, stilettos, super skin tight, short dresses, hair done, makeup to the max, we were like the most dressed down, normalized bunch in the whole group right and one of the guys made some comment about me and apparently some other woman that was there I'm not gonna say who it was um but like she was so nasty to me Sam and it was like I could see the game they were playing oh let me see a lip color oh do you have and they're like playing this game like you know let me see what's the number what's the color what's this and the other girl sitting across from me who I guess liked the guy that told some random person whatever he said about me she was like hello hello and I was like hi <laughs> like doing a lot <laughs> you're really doing it was all this in the face yeah. and slamming on the table and um I've never understood whether it's a color thing a woman thing a looks thing a size thing what this is and if anybody else has experienced that if it's just been me because yeah. like I've been hella uncomfortable a lot of times it's yeah it's insecurities thank you Rhea it's not age it's not race it's not gender it's not it, it, it it's maturity and insecurity period because the kind the the type of personalities you're describing Oh, hell no. I've never been friends yeah, with no. anyone like that. Because oh, if that either. ever yeah. even begun to pop up, I would yeah, cut you I would I would put you in your place. So exactly. Fast. That's nope. so toxic. <laughs> so That's so toxic. And if we're talking it about is. women, we're using the word women. I mean, do you know what a women, a, a woman, it, I mean, you put down little girl things when you grow into a woman and maturity. So mm-hmm. all of that sounds like junior high to me. So the fact there's grown yeah. women out here behaving this way, they are not, I'm not friends with them and I'm grateful. Yeah. I've never experienced any of that stuff because I'm very careful about who's close to me, who's in my circle, who's yeah. in my inner but back same. to your original question, I'd be right, Rhea, same. I mean, you took the word right out of my mouth. I was jumping right straight to insecurity. That's what it is. So the fact we all acknowledge that, we all know what that is. So we can point to that. So obviously that shows we've done growth within ourselves to move past, you know, that and heal any insecurities yeah. we have. But um Back to your original question, Abby, about like that whole like with a boyfriend or or your husband or like your partner around a friend. Um, two things came to mind for that insecurity on either side, because if the friend is insecure, then around your man, around your partner, they will be doing some extra to try to get attention because of whatever yep. insecurities. Or they'll be jealous of you for something you have or the relationship or something. And so they they have to exercise their insecurity through that. Or you may be the insecure one that's like, stop looking at my man or vice versa, reverse the roles. Like whoever's with the man is like the insecure one. So it goes both ways. And then the other part of that is, uh, is maturity, is knowing how to carry yourself. So if I'm the friend and I'm with my friend and her man or her woman, I'm going to know how to carry myself in sister (laughs) energy. Yeah. Because carrying yourself in sister energy will always keep you in a safe, protected space with men and women. Mm. You know, my mentor taught me that years ago when I first moved to L.A. and I was getting ready to go to a night session at Atlantic Records Studios. And it was like 11.30 at night. It was a late session. I put on these 
bright red skinny jeans just because I, <laughs> I liked them. I wasn't thinking about anything. And I was about to leave in the studio and he was like, yo, just a heads up. Like you're new to this town. You're new to the city. You're new to this, mm -hmm. this game. Let me put, put, give you some game. You can always carry yourself one of two ways as a woman in like hoe energy. <laughs> which could be a little more loose, a little more flirty, a little more whatever. And not saying that you're a hoe. It's just this is the word no. he, he uses. Okay. You have so hoe tendencies. Okay, there you go. Okay, so we're, we're all grown here. We're not offended. Okay. Uh, no. So you can either carry yourself in hoe energy or in sister energy. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, sister energy. That's what I'm comfortable in anyway. So, and if I'm going to a studio session or I'm going and I'm going to be around a friend's man, woman, whatever, significant other, I'm going to carry myself in sister energy. So everything remains cool and in balance, you know, like that's just what it is. So I don't get all that stuff you're talking about, Abby. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. And that's why I thought Neither I was Neither do I. It, it is, um... It's a it's a weird um, it's a weird dynamic to have around people, even people you don't know. Not necessarily like a, oh, this is my friend, and but just um, just a regular dynamic, just as people. You know, it, it makes it very uncomfortable and challenging when we're talking about just having this kind of support system. Like what I experienced with Rhea's friends, that was the first time ever that I've come right. around a group of girls where it wasn't like. Yeah, you know where they kind of look you up and down, yeah. and you're like, oh, I feel kind of uncomfortable, like I'm naked or something. Yeah. You know, so I know I was like, girl, we don't do the side eye, we don't do any of that. I said, especially yeah. in my crew, like we'll tell you to your face right. how we feel. Like as you were talking, I do have a friend that you know, and it has nothing to do with like she has a beautiful body, all of this, but her whole tendencies, right, comes from her insecurities. <laughs> so when I, a hundred percent, like I'll be with the guys, and I've had two or three gentlemen, like guys that I was talking to pull me aside and said, yo, like, what's up with your girl? And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, I don't know. Like, she's always like her titties in my face or she's always like, oh, my boots slipped out. Or what she's always hands? like, she'll show them photos. Like, oh, this is my new photo shoot. And it'll be like this raunchy ass photo shoot. And I'm like, these are photos you would show to your man. Like, you don't just show someone else's man Random. this. But I don't, yeah. like, I don't feel any type of way because I know the dude likes me. And if the dude doesn't like me and he's Bye. doing this, then you're not for me, baby. And I'm not fighting over you, baby. <laughs> so like, I just let it go. But it's just funny that I know, like I just keep it in the back of my mind. Okay, she just moves a little different, but I don't knock her. I just know she's has internal like insecurities because mm -hmm. she'll even say it all the time. Oh, this girl's body, I wanna do this, I wanna, and I'm like, girl, you have a beautiful body, but everyone's different once again. So like my butt, won't might not look the same as yours because I'm five feet taller than you, or you know what I'm saying? You have these genes. I don't. It's genetics. Like I can't get that even <laughs> if I try. That's why all these people are injecting themselves with all these things. Like I want to look like that because you can't physically get there. <laughs> so I it's get impossible, it. Yeah. But once again, that goes back to the internal. And the reason why you're changing these things or doing these things or showing off or trying to make yourself relevant is because you can't just do that on your own. You are insecure, so where do you reach? You go down and you can't find that inside. <laughs> so you go <laughs> internal and it's all about you. And yeah, so I, I've definitely it noticed be that. Really messy. Not... Yeah. yeah, yeah, we all have a lot of healing to do, honestly. We all do. And, and, and God, I mean, I wish that was the number one priority for people before anything else. Like get yourself right and then let's show up in the world, you know? It's because yes. it's a lot of toxic behavior and yeah. toxic a lot, personalities a lot. and stuff. And it's from a lack of healing and addressing that like internal 100% turmoil. You know, it's like, man, we got to get that right first because even just that this being the conversation we're having today about all of these, like all of the like the downsides or like the the uncomfortable things about women to women dynamics like man we gotta shift it and it's happening i mean even the mm -hmm. fact like we're having this conversation and the three of us can relate 
and get along on that level of, of like, no, we're not like that. And so, yo, this is dope. Let's come together, have real conversations, support each other, you know, support Abby's new project. This late nights with Abby is so dope. Like all these things and, and get to have, <laughs> right. And get to have these real conversations. And, and, and so it is happening. I mean, even just in my in my circle, the women in my life, we're doing we're doing things to support women, to lift up women, to put them on, you know, and it's all about the healing and the empowering of women and of self, really, you know. I mean, God, it's so important. Sheesh. It really yes, is. Honey. How crazy is that too? Um, you know, the last thing I really I wanted to kind of touch on, which Rhea brought up a little bit is um this idea of what uh an attractive body is or a person because i feel like um society has created this stigma on what beauty really looks like right um because of social media so it's like if you don't have a waist that's like this big and a booty that's like this big and you know if your boobs aren't like this and your face don't sit like that you know then it's kind of like <laughs> Maybe you're not as a tribe, but it, it's what it makes me feel like. Because, you know, it's like if you're going to post a picture, it's like if you have a little bit of cellulite, that's normal. Everybody's booty does not look like that. Okay. The Fashion Nova model template that they use, because it really is like a whole template. It's like you look at yeah, it, and it's her all ass is not real. <laughs> massive, right? Waist like about that big. And, um, there is no way to that you buy the clothes you put them on and you're like ooh, not looking quite like she was um <laughs> but it kind of makes you can it can make you feel a little insecure right because if you line up a bunch of men i was on jeff brown's show and we were talking about this right and um and, and it's not as a disrespectful thing to women who get surgery i'm all for it like if you feel like that makes you feel good if it's titties if it's body if it's a booty if whatever it is your face you want cheek implants you want to file your chin down like listen i'm not gonna do it more power to you though like if you don't like the way i look just don't look at me that's kind of my take on it but um if you lined all these women up right and you put one of the build a bodies i heard someone refer to it like that and it just got me stuck at one point but you put her there which is like your typical ig model right? And then you line up five other women that have similar body shapes, right? Marilyn Monroe is considered like one of the most beautiful women of like all time, right? She's iconic. She's classic. She was a very sad person, right? If you watch like the movie and documentaries on her and stuff like that. Yeah. But she had roles. She had cellulite. She was a size 10. She was a curvy girl. She wasn't a stick. She wasn't, you know, and then you go and you look at real people some people have more curves some people don't you know more busty like there's a lot of different dynamics like you were saying Rhea that's what's supposed to make the world beautiful but when you put a man in a room it seems like they're always attracted to that Instagram model type depends right what man depends what yeah, man. depends what man but looking I do get what you're saying because they will look they might they're not oh I might not white I might not be it but they'll because I've, I've walked with men, I've been around them and they're like, I'm not into that, but they'll be the first one to do this. Like, you know, I mean, you know what, I look though? too, everybody looks. I look too, know? thank you for saying that. I look too. So we I do too, yeah. It's so natural to look, so, but, but, right. but, we're, but we're talking, if you're talking about though, what a man really wants and wants to In like. In a woman. Well, but what I'm wife, saying is more so yeah. like, being open to giving someone the opportunity right off the bat. Um, maybe someone whose body isn't like perfect or what you would consider, but personality wise, they could be the most compatible person in the world for you. But a lot of times those women get overlooked because they don't fit the facade. They don't fit the stereotype of that initial attraction. Right. Yeah. So oh, 100%. I feel like, I've had women that have um, called me like when I started my show and I'd get messages like women that said that they'd be crying and because they were bigger women, they felt ugly and unattractive and, and hideous. And, um, and it, for me, that's heartbreaking, right? Because different size, different shapes, different colors, like there's something for everybody out there literally. So um, to have a situation where anybody can feel less than based on 
body structure or like even for me when I was like a kid it always be like oh Abby like you got this hourglass thing but then you turn around and it's like oh what happened and I'm like God didn't bless me with that like what you want me to tell you I go to the gym I can try to get it right and you know get it tight you know whatever but like you were saying Rhea I always gotta hit the booty one good time when I'm at the gym whether it's leg day or not so you can build up to a certain point to be however you want you know like Sam is in really good shape too right so you get yourself athletically to where you want where you're healthy and where you're comfortable with how you look but genetically certain things aren't going to happen I mean I'm at a point in my life where I don't care I'm like this it is what it is ain't nobody getting no injections I'm not getting no fat transfer it just it this is what what you see is what you get Rhea's the same way Sam you're definitely like you're like this is me but I feel like we all have insecurities about things we wish were a little bit different or maybe looked a different way or so like what's you guys's um opinion on how that has affected women psychologically when it comes to self-confidence and like your um ideation of what an attractive body looks like or person Rhea you Rhea you go first because I I got I really got something to say but (laughs) you to go first Oh Lord, I don't even know where to begin. Um, so <laughs> being being a model full time and acting and all of that, like knowing the difference, because I, I know the reality of what's there and what's not. Like I remember going to my hairstylist and he'd be like, people would come in and be like, Oh, I want this Jennifer Aniston look. And I'd be like, Well, Jennifer Anderson's cover was probably Photoshopped 18 times. Uh, her hair color, that's not real, that's called highlight from the autoing of the photoshopping and all these other things. So I know the difference of what it looks like, what it doesn't look like, what they can fix, what they can't fix to make it to look that way. So once again, back to the internal, people are just not happy with themselves. And then they're not doing the work if they do want to feel better about themselves because that takes a lot. They're like, just, I want to pay for injections. I want to do this. I just, this will make me feel better. And guess what? Half the time, it really never does because these people that I know that have gotten work done and do it can't stop. They keep getting more and more done. Um, on top of it, they don't feel that they look the same because, oh, I want I want these foxy eyes. I want a pointier nose. Okay, then when you get to that point, it's like, well, this other girl has this. I want, I want to look like that. I want to, and I'm like, wait, so you really never liked yourself to begin with because you need to keep changing this. I had a friend, oh my God, that was in a relationship with a guy, literally, always saw her man liking and looking at big booty girls, titties, all this, ass. She was skinny, slim. She was in shape though, fit. She just did not have the curves. She did not look like them. She had it to the point that it was so much that she got her body done. He did not like that. So he wasn't really attracted to her anymore like that, which was weird. Broke up, they're not together. And it's, I just feel bad because now she doesn't even like herself even more because they broke up and he didn't even want that. And I'm just like, so I get the mental side of it, not feeling that way, looking at this. I mean, one of the best movies, you guys, if anyone is out there and want to watch, go look at Shallow Hal. That movie with Jack Black back in the day, Shallow Hal, where he falls in love with Gwyneth Paltrow, but he got hypnotized because she's really 500 pounds, but he yeah. got hypnotized <laughs> and falls in love with her personality. And yeah. he and Just he like sees her as this little tiny thing. It's so good. Yeah, this little tiny woman and all this. And like, no. And then when he gets and snaps out of it, he's like, but I really love you. I'm in love with you. And I mean, honestly, right. I wish it can kind of go back to that in a way because like at least people would hear you on the other side of a phone or something and fall in love with you back in the day about who you were, what you were this. Then if, you know, when you met them, if they weren't really up to par, you loved so many other things about them that it was just like, I'll take that too, you know? But back to this world, the digital, all this social platforms and everybody can contour this and make themselves look like this and this and this futuristic world. Honestly, you can be an avatar and no one really cares anymore. You understand? <laughs> so true. So that is back so true. to focusing on yourself, people. Like, every, they're not going to like themselves. And this is a new thing too, everyone getting this body done and all this work. Honey, I don't... Have you all not seen what these women look like that got work done 50, 50 years ago plus? Like their faces are like, they look crazy. They look insane. I don't care how good technology has gotten, okay? It doesn't matter. That's gonna, all this ass injection, trust me, gravity falls, honey. 
your shit is gonna fall sooner or later. So you better get your husband, your million dollars, whatever you working on and get those goals if that's the only reason why you're getting your body done. Because I know you're not doing it for yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's about self-love too at the end of the day. Yeah. All right. Great segue. Thank you. Because we're going to start there. Okay. So this, this, <laughs> this conversation has many layers and we got to unpack it because it's like, there's a lot to it. So thank you, Rhea, because you really touched on like that social media, getting work done, the very focused on your external only and more about like molding your body, changing your body, whether through Photoshop or through surgery to get yourself to a physical appearance you like. And again, like we, I think we all agree here. Like if there's something you don't like it, do you want to change or something you want to enhance? Because some people use it just to enhance. Amazing for you. If that's what you choose to do, exactly. like we, own personal choice. Right. But let's go back to self-love and what self-love really is, because we, there's also a culture right now that promotes being unhealthy can also equal self-love if yeah. you're giving yourself what you want. And I want to unpack that for a second, because, for example, right, exercising for me is not just to look away. Okay, I am physically in shape and fit because I've been at this for over 10 years of my life. But for me, it's not about as much the external what I look like as it is how I feel. When I don't exercise, if I go a few days without exercising, I start to feel it to the point that I'm way more tired. I'm way more agitated. I'm way more I I can even my moods can even drop into like slight depression depression or anxiety because I haven't released, I haven't strengthened, I haven't gotten oxygen flowing through my blood, and I haven't released those feel-good hormones that release when you work out. But watch this. The culture right now will tell you, if I want to just chill, do nothing, and really just choose to be lazy in that moment, I'm talking about me. If, Mm -hmm. If for me in that moment, when I don't want to work out, Usually it's my mind just wanting to be lazy. I don't want to do it, right? If I choose to give myself, my mind, what it wants by choosing to be lazy and just chill and not move my body and do nothing, some people would say that's self-love for giving me what I want and it's okay if I don't do that because however I end up looking or whatever is, it's okay. But my thing is, no, the real self-love is when you're faced with a choice. You choose to do the thing that betters yourself, that makes you more healthy, balanced, and whole. Because even for me, like, chocolate is a thing for me, okay? I eat it every single day, okay? Now, I make sure it's the cleanest, most... Sorry, I have a plane flying right above me if you hear it. It's the clean, most organic, raw, dark chocolate. I mean, for me, because I live a holistic lifestyle. But again, if I were to overdo it, I'm going to break out. I'm not going to feel good. I'm going to get a headache. I usually wake up with a headache the next day, like a chocolate hangover. Okay. But (laughs) the culture right now, there's a narrative that, but eat whatever you want, girl. And as much as you want and whenever you want and however you want. But it's like, some of our tendencies as humans, though, is aren't healthy naturally. Yeah, no, we have to we have to no. practice self discipline to do the things that are more healthy for us. And so, the real self love is making choices that really better yourself, that make you more healthy, more balanced. That's the real self love is is being healthy. So that has nothing to do with your external shape, size, whatever, which will really just be an outcome of you making healthy choices. So again, it's like, it's, we live in a culture that like loves the whole like self-love or you're shaming. Don't shame, don't body shame. It's all about body positivity. And it's like, I'm all for a woman embracing herself all aspects of herself and choosing to accept and love 
herself, but I'm even more for a woman being healthy and making positive choices that support her health and her balance because truly that's the foundation of well-being and you're going to be well when you make healthy choices so i think that that's the yeah. root of self-love for real you know and your physical appearance appearance will just be an outcome or a cherry on top everybody is different and genetics are different some people have a gene that that actually causes them no matter how they eat or exercise to be heavier. And some people have a, a fast metabolism that no matter how much they eat, they stay small. So again, you can be small, you know, you can be small and not be healthy. And so it, I, I don't praise that person or that body type either, because it's like, no, like it's all about us being healthy, you know, and that's the best, that's the best thing. That's the real self-love right there. Yeah, it's a mind, body, and soul thing, I feel like, for real. Like, it's work that you, in time, you invest in yourself. Yeah, Rhea and I were talking about, like, the perfect trip. And uh, it, it's like, our idea of a perfect trip is the same thing. It's peaceful. It's positive. There's some sort of activity, workout, fitness, something involved in it. And it's really about giving back to self, which I think a lot of people don't think about you know a lot of people just go to the gym and lose weight because they want to look like this perception of what they think they're supposed to look like as opposed to doing it for like what you were saying which Rhea is the same way she goes to the gym so that she has that outlet I do the same thing too except for I'm just trying to get rid of this extra 40 pounds I gained you know what I mean so I have a little bit of an extra motivating factor at the moment but it really for me at the end of the day it's like if I don't work out I feel just like you do so um, I think, Rhea, you muted yourself, boo. Oh, yeah, you're muted. <laughs> you muted yourself. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, we can't hear you. Yeah, because I can't. What if, Rhea, if you didn't mute yourself, just try hitting mute and then unmute yourself again, maybe. Still can't hear you. Dang, how did that happen? Yeah. When you were moving the phone around, it said that you had muted yourself. So I don't... Um... Oh, someone was calling her. Oh, gotcha. We're going to just have to lip read. We just got a lip read from here on. That's it. <laughs> well, I was we'll actually... We're getting, ready. we're getting ready to wrap up. I wanted to um, tell you ladies, like, how... <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who's who's just listening and not watching right now she just held up a little piece of paper that said i love y'all so we'll speak for her for the rest of the the way i will lip read and translate for you guys find your way through it but um i really appreciate you ladies um so very much not just for taking the time to have the conversation but for being an example of the conversation actively like in your day-to-day -day because I feel like that's what connected all of us was the fact that we all feel the same way about women generally, you know, and wanting to see other people thriving in life. And so I appreciate you guys. I love you, ladies. I feel so lucky to have friends like you guys for real. Like love genuine you too, good people. girl. <laughs> love you too. Rhea I see you the over there. Over there. Yeah, I see you over there with your heart, Rhea. Oh, love you too, girl. <laughs> and then you got to find the right angle so that it shows the full message. <laughs> but yeah, I, I appreciate you guys so much. Like I couldn't have, I really can't think of a better way to kick off um, the first season of the podcast. So I appreciate you ladies so much and your time and honesty and your whole personality just way of being because like seriously, one of a kind to both of you. For real. Mm, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I love being a part of everything you're doing. Like I told you from the second I met you, I'm like, man, you got another ally out here for sure. So keep doing what you're doing. And I love your little mug. I saw your little late nights with Abby mug you sipping oh. on. Yes, uh, so wait, cute. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get you guys one. There, um, Hell you know, it's a cool thing to have. You know, when you're this season's gonna get really crazy. Like Rhea's gonna be back on for the second episode, which is um 
Yeah, we'll have to do like a do not disturb so it doesn't get muted because it's going to get real crazy. We got toys up in that episode and you're going to come back um, to talk about why words are important with people. And we're going to talk about things that are important, like necessary conversations around all the issues people avoid talking about, which I'm thrilled about because it's important. Like it has to happen. And, And I feel like you know, what better way to go for it than doing what people say you shouldn't do. I'm like, ding, ding, that's exactly what I should go for. So, so thank you, ladies. I love it too. Yeah. Thank you for bringing substance as well. You know, it's so important that conversations that are being had right now are conversations of substance and, you know, things that really will help people when they hear it or inspire or spark something or be confirmation for something somebody already is learning about or wondering about or whatever just like it's important that you know a lot of people are talking right now and making a lot of noise but to bring conversations of real depth and and substance is awesome and i'm so happy to be a part so thank you for having me yeah for sure i love you ladies until next time can't wait bye ria <laughs> <laughs>